You have to make this up. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I see your openings are still as good as they were at the beginning, even getting better. This is the monkey business show. I didn't even have to say it, you know? Everybody knows. Yeah. Uh, we were supposed to be uh, three people today, but uh, we're going to save our special guest for next week. So uh, just the two of us able to catch up again and talk a little bit about uh, what's what in uh, the past couple of months of life and Dora and everything in between. Yeah. So you've been good. Anything happened uh, lately for you? Yeah, this happened. Not this. Yes, yeah, I see. That's <laughs> a ring. Beautiful ring. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh huh. This happened, and besides that, not much. You know, not much. Just like uh, summer. Summer is here now. Finally, things are getting better. Like uh, you know, sun is out. People are chilling. Everything is good. Life is good so far. Life is good. Uh -huh. Watching some Dora. You know, we're getting into the Dora. Pretty epic period, I guess. Right, Riyadh mm -hmm. coming up, and then, I mean, Bali Major Riyadh PI, like. Uh, Sounds like some epic Dota is coming our way. Yeah, it's it's gonna be another another round of, of gaming gladiators getting tested and Liquid seeing if they can you know take it from them again and and of course OG trying to find a way not to struggle uh, for X X Y Z reasons. I mean outside forces, inside forces, but you know yeah uh, yeah yeah. But the, the world is uh, in a crazy place Dota wise, you know. Um, but it's nice to have these tournaments coming up. Now it's a big shame you didn't get to go to Berlin. I, I want to stay on topic. Uh, it was a cool, cool major. Like uh, I think one of the better land experiences. Oh really? In the past five years. Yeah, yeah. Because overall. Of, because of like what, what was like particularly good? Um, I would say it was well executed for players and for fans mm -hmm. uh, and for talent. Like which are like the three, I guess the main players, right? Yeah. Um, and I guess production too plays it like I, I didn't get the online experience, so I can't really vouch for that. But I think it was good. Yeah. Uh, I don't think they were like hiccups or anything like that. So, well, those with those four elements, I think they it was executed pretty well. Um, I don't really know how it goes. I mean, the, the one sad thing was definitely te teams had to go home. They had to get kicked. Uh, they got kicked out if they didn't make it through the groups. Yeah, and that's even if they didn't. The new policy, right? Like some reason. Yeah, so you're kind of like you have a, a return home date, unless you and then if you make it further in the tournament, you get extended. And there were like one more date after the first round of playoffs. So only at the end there was like only six teams at the tournament, also at the end of the tournament and stuff. Oh, really? Um, yeah, because most people just went home; they didn't want to stay, right? Yeah. Um, so that was like the big, like one of the big drawbacks, not the biggest drawback. So that being said, I mean. It's not the only thing that matters, right? The fans, I think, were pretty happy uh, at the venue and stuff. So, I don't know. I, it felt pretty nice. Well, like pretty professional. The vibe was pretty good. And no stress, bad vibes between uh, the parties, I guess. Yeah. yeah. A lot of collaboration. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. Seemed very good. And also, you're very successful for OG in many ways, I think. I think the what we pulled off with the show, the after show and stuff was really nice. Also fan experience was super hype, super good. That's awesome. Um, I think whatever things are done, like like fan meetings and stuff like that, like it's all, all yeah. always really nice, yeah. Yeah, it was like a cool cool neck cafe, right? Like uh, not too far away from, from where the venue was at either. Um, and people could go there and watch games and 
kind of have like a different experience and, and the atmosphere and the setting was really nice really good place to eat even this time uh Plus the show, I mean, the show was really good. And then we, we, we held the party after, which was also super success. I mean, it was huge success. The, the final party where, I don't know, because there was the intent on making it good for the players as well, like making sure that people could blow off steam here and not have like uh, any type of pressed vibe and everybody can get, you know, as many tickets as they need, you know, of, of like yeah. the players oh, and so stuff. Yeah, the topic, right? Like, yeah. yeah, right. There's like some weird fucking excuse or whatever. So this was like, everything was, uh, and then we could order pizza as well. We made sure that there was like some food and stuff, like all these small things. Uh, were, like again, the, the effort of, of, of many people turned, made this night really special, I think. Yeah, made it a really good night. Um, so Berlin Major was like pretty good. For uh, both for OG, but I think for I think for every party involved, like the fans, the talent, the players, the staff. Um, so I, I gotta give props to I guess yourself for pulling it off. Uh, yeah, I, I think it was handled really well. Yeah. Um, from where I was sitting, you know. I mean, I honestly, like all the good last things to say. ESL events have been like really, really good. Yeah, I'm getting really sick of the intro song. Like that thing is like driving me crazy. Which one is the? Oh, I don't think I. You hear it a hundred times, and you're like, it's super uh, PTSD-inducing. Yeah. Other than that, it's like it's all good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely props to them. So, I would be happy to see more of those majors throughout the year. You know, yeah. I don't want to see like any major massive hiccups. I want like either something really special and unique that that does work, or just a lot of these like classic tournaments with a lot of focus on on high quality and and like so we can also get the competitive integrity and performance you know yeah um, i think maybe the players would have liked still a better fix for sound or something i don't know i think there were some sound issues like with uh, the noise cancelling stuff yeah i don't know I, I i i think there was some pauses if i remember correctly i i don't know if you can change the headset improve the headset or something but i think people had to pause because they had to also wear the in-ears yeah um but there has to be technology soon that allows you to kind of uh, just wear the cup without the in-ears i feel like yeah or i hope so that'd be nice but yeah um i guess from my experience like burning was super good so that's cool like, uh, very nice tournament yeah what's interesting is this upcoming riyadh tournament uh, I think that's pretty interesting. It's like a mm -hmm. mini TI coming up, right? So Riyadh Masters is 15 million pronounced, which is, I mean, essentially, it's like TI from last year, more or less, you know? So it's a really big deal for teams. It's a really big deal. And the qualifiers are coming up very soon. Yeah. Right now. So, you know, uh, no, it, it is correct. It was 19 million, uh, the Singapore TI. So Singapore essentially, was, yeah, okay. it's almost as big as last year. So, yeah. you know, big, big, big tournament coming up. It's in July, end of July. And I think the last round of qualifiers, the second group stage, or what's it called? Actually, there were two group stages actually already. So it's going to be, I think it's like beginning of June or something around like around the 10th of June. I'm going to find the exact date. Yeah, Dream League season 20. Very soon, huh? There it mm -hmm. is. And it's from the 11th of June to the 25th. And that's going to be what decides which teams are going to the Riyadh Masters. Um, Damn. So that should okay. be really, really hype. Yeah. It's the... Uh, I don't know how many group stages they have, actually, but but yeah. 
I don't know exactly the whole format, how it is, but I think it's the second group stage, or there's going to be... No, never mind. Okay, there's going to be two group stage phases. Group stage one, group stage two, and playoffs. And that's going to decide which teams are going. All of that is online, and if you look at like the teams that are there, it's uh, it's a crazy lineup of teams, honestly. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned OG. I mean, obviously things aren't going that well for the team right now in, in Div 1. Fortunately, I think they're 1-4 and four as we speak. Yeah, uh, we just uh, ended the last game versus uh, Gaming Gladiators. Yeah. As we're recording, yeah. I mean, the competition is incredibly tough, honestly. Uh, but to be fair, also to them, they have faced arguably the better team. I mean, I say that. Yeah. They faced Liquid, Gaming Gladiator, and uh, Tundra. Tundra already. So. And Quest. Yeah. And, so yeah. they're kind of yet to face D1 Hustlers. They beat Secret and Entity. So I think yeah. it's still like, I mean, they're probably not going to go to the Major. I think it's hard like very unlikely but relegation is also not certain yet i think yeah i mean it will depend on quest because they also have a game against liquid and secret so if they lose and oj of course have to win both games then they would like quest is the only one that can take it from the right yeah uh because uh, the rest oj would have to beat anyway yeah and then yeah it's so it's not so unlikely as in now's the time to uh really bounce back like back against the wall you know uh yeah i mean they had a lot of uh, struggles i think ever since the berlin major i mean already with the berlin major even though the performance there was very nice they were playing with stand-ins then they came yeah. back and had other stand-ins for other players and now uh, tommy is back so i think it's a lot of like you know uh, it's hard to build probably like um, certainly it's hard to build when because in Dota, obviously, everybody knows, like, you change a player, you change the entire team. Now the, the draft has to change. Everything has to change, basically, the dynamic changes. So it's been a lot of changes in a very, very small amount of, you know, like, short period of time. So. Plus the Dota patch and everything, you know? So, yeah, you're going to... And you're playing in the hardest region. Uh, yeah. It's it's tough. Uh, I respect it. You know, I put a lot of respect to everybody who's out there grinding. Uh, I have... So much respect for what people are doing. Uh, I'm spending my day still quite differently. I was going to ask you before because you said you were watching Dota games. Like, do you catch the morning games as well? The morning TPC and no, not Southeast so much. Asia? Only a bit of. Uh, I watch a bit of China. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then I I check like sometimes I check replays when it looks like interesting to me. But uh, no, I I don't catch as much as the morning ones. Oh, okay. Uh, it's nice to have these days. You know, it's not every day that you get like uh dpc games but like some of these days when you can get morning e uh, midday and evening dpc is is awesome i love it yeah um yeah no but it's kind of hype i feel like you you start seeing some different things also um uh, developing on on different regions uh and you see sumail having uh still a good performance in aster yeah i don't know if you saw any of their games yeah, yeah i've been i mean i've been watching because of him basically i've been checking out Same. how he's doing yeah, yeah and he's owning like he's playing really really well yeah it's a i mean I, I feel like he hasn't like he didn't he didn't he did like he hasn't played bad in in, in a while honestly like it, it feels like he's been playing really well like enigma even though they were struggling i think he was like really the x factor in most of, most of the games um no, it's true. I don't know if you remember the game when he was playing Mirana at Berlin and he got the rapier and they were yeah. it was like yeah, yeah, they yeah. were like they were against Megas and stuff and 
You're trying to tell Monet, right? Uh, like about the uh, uh, the shard on Slark. Like you need to use it on me so I can keep hitting. Like oh. I cannot get I cannot get stunned, right? Uh huh. Well, how do you communicate this to a guy who doesn't speak the language? Yeah. So it's like the guy the guy interprets is like I have to save him with the shard. So after something like a stun, he uses the shard, but oh. shit, it was not good enough. You know, he needs to. But then today, I think I saw them, or was it this morning or yesterday? I don't remember, but they were playing another round of like. I think it was Storm Slark today. Um, and they were, yeah, again, like the Slark had a uh, shard. And I'm just wondering for them how it's going with the communication. And, you know, you don't speak the language. Which kind of habits do you build? Like, what do you actually use? Because in Berlin, they were using like pings and chat wheels mainly. Yeah, it must not be easy. I mean, also that game that you mentioned, it was like the one of the sickest first bloods I've seen in a while. Like, for people that didn't see it, like, it was. The male versus Nisha, one v one mid, bottom versus like Mirana versus Void Spirit, and that was like mm -hmm. one of the sickest first blood I've ever seen. Like some Dota one stuff, you know, that you barely see. Like just pure skill, it's like epic outplay. I don't know, it was sick. And I mean, you see that, and you know, and it's not like it's some random noob against him. It's like it's Nisha against him, you know. <laughs> like arguably, people would not name Nisha as one of the best mid laners in the world, and and he does that to him. It's uh, pretty wild. So I'm, I mean, I'm super happy for Simil that it's going really well for now for him. Um, hopefully this this keeps up, you know. And I mean, he's back to the major, like uh, the the proper way, I want to say, because he was standing in, obviously, for the last one. Now he's yeah. qualified, uh, so it's well deserved. Cool. Yeah. And did you see the they have a stage? Yeah, They're yeah. Playing uh, on site. It looks amazing. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I'm super happy for Chinese Dora because I think some of the conversation leading up to this time of the year was about how Chinese Dota seemed, seemed to be like falling behind in terms of, you know, the scene yeah. and the teams and everything. And I don't know. Uh, I don't really know what happened, but uh, there's a different vibe to it right now. Sure. They, they took a Westerner <laughs> or they took some L, you know? <laughs> no, just yeah, kidding. but like, you know, the whole show around it, like it seemed like they don't yeah. believe that it's falling off at all. Or maybe it's a reaction to it, but nevertheless, I think it's it's looking healthy. Yeah, dude, it, it, it's super nice to see. Uh, makes you jealous, you know? Makes you almost envious a bit. Like, yeah. I wish, because it's been so long since they had any, anything like this as a qualifier uh, off-site or like on-site event. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would love to see that one day, especially in Europe. I don't see why not. Come here. Like, yeah. would change would change how hyped these games are. You can even make a small tournament out of it, right? Which is what we, okay, a lot of people have been saying from the beginning, this is what, you thought used to do? I mean, it could be. Yeah, it's kind of sad. Like, uh, the European DPC, I don't really understand why nothing is being put together, honestly. Like, I, I, I don't quite get it. Uh, for Div 1, I mean, especially. It's, it's, it's a duration, right? Like, it's that's why people spend half the time at home and the other half, or like the second part. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, but uh, in terms of like production value, because when DPC came out, like, and the fact that the games are like you know more far away from each other and whatnot, like yeah. the I think the biggest are like the biggest the, what's it called like upside that I see for for that 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 schedule and that format is so that you can up the production value in between games. You can build up the storylines. You can you know get content like interviews, pre-game interviews, post-game interviews, um, get people to kind of break down what could happen, what might happen, all of that. And now it feels like None of this actually is done. It's just people, as in like talent and players, just show up online for this one game and 
you know, they're on Discord or something, and then and that's it. And yeah. I agree with you. I mean, I think every player would love to have something more as well. Yeah. I think everybody would welcome it. Just like more could be done because then I'm pretty sure players would not mind if that's what I mean is like if this format is done for no other reason than just because that's what it is now, maybe players would just rather have everything just played at the same time, you know? Just like the the Dream League qualifier that happened where like teams were like just playing game after game after game. It's much more, but I, I think most players would just rather get it done with, you know, get over it, get, get over with it. Like as in play one week, play the games you have to play, you know, boot camp, prepare for it, do your best, and then that's it. Uh, I hardly believe players kind of enjoy having it drag over time. And then I thought they pushed that for production reasons. That, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then mm. it's not for that. Ah, what can I say? Maybe we'll learn from China or maybe it's successful and uh, they'll keep doing it and eventually we will have to tag along or like people with enough pressure will come that we'll do more because... Definitely Europe could host something. I'm sure of it. Yeah, there, there was hype on, on, on the Reddit, which is West, right? For the Chinese uh, thing that they put together. So you can tell mm -hmm. that there's like definitely people are kind of... Um, yeah, they would be really happy probably getting that production value. So... I mean, staying on topic, I guess, about DPC and season and stuff like... It's almost... We're coming to an end. Yeah. Um, and Tundra just won today as well. They so look they are, strong, man. They look very yeah. strong. 5-0, 5-0. So they're the first team to uh, guarantee. And they're the defending champions. I think no one should forget about that. Like, uh, yeah. you know, last DI, they just stomped their way through the tournament and they just won it, just like that. Yeah. Nobody tested them and that DI, for sure. We're almost one year later and they're destroying the probably the toughest region. Yeah, which games do they have left? So they still have to play Game Gladiators, yeah. which is super hype. And then they have to play Secret, which is much less hype. Yeah, but um, I mean, the Gaming <laughs> Gladiator is probably, you know, the toughest opponent they would get. So Yeah, yeah, but that match is going to be hype. Like just, I think a lot of people will be watching just yeah. for the good Dota. Yeah, and I wish that match would be built up, you know, like, because that match is like a major final. This match could be next yeah. TI finals, basically. Yeah. So... You know, would be nice to, I don't know, hear a little bit more about that game. Like, what's going to happen? What are going to be the X factors? Like, stuff like You're that. You're going to see the, you know, the PGL uh, monitors that, that fly open like this? Yeah. Have, have you seen it? No. It's like when there's three casters, you get these monitor arms. It's like animated, right? It's not real. Uh -huh. and they, like, they fly in and then they open and it's just nice. webcam, you know? Nice. Like, Super nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Busy enforcing rules, I guess. Uh, it is what it is. It's just a way of way of life, man. I I don't know how many times I said this in my life, but like when you I think it's the only way to move forward from so many things, man. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. But yeah, Thunder yeah. are looking very strong. I mean, I think it's been the three same teams dominating the year, honestly, for Europe. Just like yeah. Team Liquid, Gaming Gladiators, and and Thunder has been, you know, they've been taking turns on on who gets on top of who, but. Essentially, these are the three teams that, you know, um, look the strongest throughout the year. Yeah, for sure. They've had, I mean, it's been three seasons and, and you can tell from the online part of Europe uh, that this has been the consistent three top. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, the CIA will be very interesting. Yeah. Regardless. Like, I'm uh, super happy just... China is like uh, building up steam. Yeah, me too, me too. 
it would also be good to see the um i mean i see these other regions play especially in the morning the sea games um ice 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 teams there's like the cuckoo and raven and stuff like uh, i i hope they 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 also come with force in, I mean, in, in the next couple of months that's actually worth mentioning because they just made that team right uh, yes and now they're like i mean you know they're top i guess I'm, I'm looking at it now. See standings. I mean, last time I checked, they were 4 0. Okay, they lost the last series, but they are amongst the best performing C teams. It's kind of. It doesn't happen often that a team just forms and performs that well. Like, I mean, they, because they kind of formed almost out of nothing, right? I don't really. I can't really recall how they got the start, but either way, um, mm -hmm. they're doing really well. They lost 2 1 to Blacklist International. Uh, yeah. And that was a 61-minute game, so you know, very close game. So essentially, they were that close to being 5-0, so like stomping their way through. Oh. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. Um, what's sad maybe is a boom esport, um, them you know struggling so much. Well enough. Yeah, they had a really strong year last last strong season last year, but I think they're they've been struggling a lot this season, like uh, this year. I mean. What's the DPC standings like, actually? Um, uh, they dropped to Division 2, Season 2. They, they must barely have no DPC. They have zero. They have zero, they yeah, have zero. yeah. Boom is nowhere to be found, like, for sure. Uh, and it's not going to get better, unfortunately. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, we'll see. You know, I think, I mean, obviously, all the names that you see in the DPC list, like the top 12, these are, you know, very strong teams. And there are, like, some upsets, you know. I think for Entity, it's a big upset. That they're that low. Extreme Gaming yep. also from China. I mean, this is like a all-star roster. Uh, struggling PSG LGD, but they're having a strong season. So them and Aster are probably going to fix that. Obviously, OG is a little bit uh, worrisome because uh, the season is not looking good and they're sitting at 400 points. So we might have to go through qualifiers by the looks of it. Yeah. Ah, right but, behind OG is Nouns Esport. Yeah, they're doing yeah. good. They're doing good. Yeah, so far. I think TSM I've is kind seen, of being the third uh, team in LA now. I've seen quite a bit of the NA as well. Yeah. Let's pull it up here. I mean, quite a bit. I've I definitely mean, caught some moments. I feel um, like NA is always like three teams fighting for two slots, and then the rest of them are just like memeing. And, you know. Yeah, but now we have the. Yeah, now it's Shopify Rebellion. When is that happening? Uh, uh, I mean, June 3rd. I yeah. Think. But. Like TSM already lost to Shopify Rebellion and to Nouns, so I think that's already you know most likely you're gonna have Nouns and Shopify make it to the major and TSM staying yeah. at third, unless like one of these teams can cause upsets. But I don't really know who that would be. Yeah, but didn't Team Dog Champ used to beat one of them? Yeah, uh, they still have to play Shopify Rebellion. I mean, only. they did take okay. one map from TSM, Team Dog Champ. They took a map from them, and uh, they yeah. have to play Shopify, and they lost to Nouns. So basically, yeah, but Shopify arguably is the strongest team. I would say, out of those three, so... <laughs> There's a team called Sand King Gomez. <laughs> Get the picture, dude. <laughs> what can you do? Actually, it's a Mexican, two Mexican yeah, players. Yeah, location you Mexico. You don't yeah, see yeah. Mexican Dota that often, I think. This is one of the US times that I see King a team. Gomez. But... SKG. Like SKG, I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's very cool. Thank you, Gomez. <laughs> yeah, they got you there. Oh, oh my god. <clears throat> yeah, talking about SA, you have EG absolutely dominating the region right now. And and 
you know, Beast Coast doing really well. I think the surprise is for Thunder Awaken to be uh, struck. I mean, actually, they did change like a lot of uh, players, but I expected them to do slightly better Thunder Awaken mm -hmm. than they're doing right now. And then the last region we haven't talked about is the Eastern, Eastern Europe. Europe. Yeah. Bad Boom. I mean, it's the same. It feels like Western EU and E, like Eastern Europe is the same. You have three teams battling with each other and Maybe Spirit, arguably, seem to be in better shape than they were last season. Uh, for now, at least. Yeah. But with that being no, said, I would agree. Second, I would yeah. agree. Also, the gameplay-wise. Um, but yeah, Bad Boom, 8-0, you know? Yeah. It's all two zeros. Who They've yet to play Spirit. And that's they've after their role change, Mika. right? They swap roles okay. between Nightfall and Pure. Mm -hmm. Pure is now playing plus three, and Nightfall is playing plus one again. Yeah. So... You know, props to them, making the right choice, perhaps. At least it's working out for them for now. It didn't work out when um, Burning and Sharshaez did it. No. <laughs> that was some funny shit. No, it oh, that was some funny shit. Oh. And yeah, I mean, Team Spirit probably, you know, they had to kind of build back up because the Berlin Major was super disappointing for them. Uh, I think they bumped out pretty quickly. I remember well, yeah, they 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 basically lost 2-0 to Gaming Gladiator in upper bracket and then lost 2-0 to Aster in lower bracket. That was it for them. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, happy to see them do better. I think Dota is just much hyper when you have, like, strong teams from every region and, and it's hard to kind of know who's going to dominate and which meta is going to prevail. I mean, the best for me is uh, Solar Rams is back together. Yeah, and... In, a, in great shape <laughs> they're doing really well yeah 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 yeah. no 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 I love it I mean to be fair 9 pandas they did top 3 last major without solo without solo and it was Roger standing and stuff I, I loved it too I love watching yeah. them play that, that's kind of wild uh, did you see you saw the monkey king death right on the tormentor yeah I did it when Roger killed yeah, him and I stuff. Did, yeah so fun that was nice uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to Nigma, obviously uh, hype for that uh, they made unexpected changes in a way. I mean, I, I, I did not expect um, certain things. As in, I did not expect them to pick up Mike and Yuma. Yeah, no, Mike, I don't know if many people saw that coming. I don't think so. So Miracle is still not back, so... No, that's... Uh, does that mean he's not going to play at all this season? Are we going to see Miracle? I don't, like... I don't really know what's going on there, but... Yeah, I mean, neither. He, he was playing pubs, right? I do not know, actually. I don't know. There no. were rumors okay. that he is, but I, I don't know for sure that he's being pubs. So we'll see for that. But yeah, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, watching MC play at the Major, that was refreshing, honestly. Very. So hopefully he finds the same groove with Nigma with the changes that they made, you know? Yeah, if, if they don't, I mean, they should just find another Bulgarian. He seemed to vibe so hard. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. That's true. That's how you you turn him on, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> well, MC was owning at the major. It was really nice yeah. to watch him. I mean, I think there was another time back in the days where he stood in for a team and he was also crushing it. Um, that was a long time ago. He stood mm -hmm. in for some NA team, I think. Like maybe it wasn't him back then. But yeah, he was also like destroying, and the team was like, "Oh, this guy's a beast! Like he's just carrying us game after game." And I think I remember something. Yeah. Uh, MC, when he plays, when he wants to win, there was also the final, uh, final, the um, loser bracket final 
versus LGD in 2019, right? Yeah, PI? that was wild. When he freaking owned with Darkseid. Like, he had to play so well. He had to carry so hard because they were in so deep shit. Yeah. Yeah, and he did, like, incredible stuff that game. Oh, my God. Yeah. Unleash MC, you know? I want to uh, see Unleashed MC. MC Unleashed. Yeah. yeah. It, uh, it's very cool to watch when it happens. It's quite something when players feel like it, you know, when yeah. they're in the zone, when they feel it. Definitely. Yeah. What about uh, TI uh, returning to Seattle, right? That's what they announced. It would be really nice if it's the same, you know? I'm um, kind of looking forward to go to Seattle. I'm not saying I'm going to be there, yeah. but <laughs> maybe I suspected it or something. But, but it won't be the same as it used, used to be, most likely, right? Because there's only three days. Oh, yeah, right, right. But what about, yeah. the, I mean, last time, the last chance qualifier also happened on site, yeah, right? Yeah, th- but there's no last chance qualifier this year, right? Is there not? I believe no. Oh, okay. I, I I didn't keep track of that. I see. I mean, it hasn't been announced, and they probably would have had to announce it sometime soon. I mean, it, it's a big. I, I hope people become uh, like that. There's an uproar about it, you know. I hope people become like slightly upset that um, it was so so impactful last year, and it was it's so good for the competition, and it's something that Valve always used to preach. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now I feel like they should stick with it. Not that it I was under year. the impression that they were happy with last chance qualifier as in terms of like the competition. I heard that it was a big nuisance logistically to have to deal oh. with extra stuff, and and hence okay. you know it's easier to just not deal with it. Yeah. Okay. Um. But hey, I hope it's going to be good. I hope it's going to be the same as it used to be with the setup. Even though it's only three days, I hope they do set up the outside area. I also hope the weather will be will be good. Yeah, it is. Um, it's uh, later, yeah, a little bit later, right? Um. So yeah, inshallah, it's gonna be uh, TI vibes and stuff. Um. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I don't want to get my uh, hopes set to it being the same because I don't think it will be the same. Oh. Uh. Hopefully it will, though. Hopefully it will. Missing the, yeah. the Seattle TI vibes. That was that was really nice. Yeah, me too. I, I would really like for them, I mean, just for the players and for like the group stage and stuff, I would really like for them to somehow, yeah, bring in the same old hype there and also have the player dinner. I think was always part of also setting the stage for the tournament. Yeah. Like these small rituals, you know, player dinner, ring, yeah. make sure everybody goes there. I mean, I don't think we'll see Gabe Newell anymore, but that we see some faces from Valve maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I would like that too. That'd be yeah. very nice. Yeah, I'll. Yeah, I second that. That would be really cool. Really cool. Even though I probably won't get to go to the dinner and stuff, I just hope it for the players. <laughs> it's fine. We just go with everybody else, all the enthusiasts. We just like chill, uh, you know, outside and try to catch somebody. <laughs> I'll apply for a waiter. You know, a couple of months before, I'll get the job and I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, actually. I didn't think of that one. <laughs> Oh my god, if it's cancelled, you just stuck to it. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'll go eat there, don't worry. Yeah, uh, they book a different restaurant. I'm like, no, you don't. No, um, you don't. Um, if you're a waiter there, I'm definitely, definitely <laughs> having dinner there a couple of times. Uh, I'm going to be your angry customer. The angry I French one, customer. There was this one TI where they gave us a tour of their office too. I don't know if you ever got a chance to go on the tour. No. Uh, yeah, actually, no, I did, I did. But that was like really early stage. No, but actually, you know, like, the first TI group stages, they were played in the office directly. I think maybe oh, you, were, TI2? you were still playing Hong back then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. TI2, I didn't go. It was only TI3 I went. Okay, there, so there were, TI2, yeah. we played group stage in, in Valve office directly. For real? Yeah, wow, yeah. okay. 
That was, okay, that was okay. really fun. Yeah, that was very wow. Fun. Yeah. No, no. But yeah, like these small things made Seattle experience also. Like going to the Valve office and, and seeing how things are and yeah. seeing how they're run. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It made it feel so much more intense and serious also. Yeah, it did. It did. I'm sure we'll, they're, they're, you know, cooking something nice. You remember, I think it was TI4, the group stage area? No, the uh, practice room area? Uh, TI4? No. It was in the lobby. Yeah. It was this in the lobby, it was just rows of PCs in Seattle Bellevue uh, Hotel. And and you would have like five PCs in a row, but they were like right next to each other. Like Like no wall, no nothing. No wall, no nothing. No way. Yeah, yeah. And even fans, I think, would, would like fans and talent would also go there and spend hours at the PCs. So... People, this was the only practice rooms you had. This was TI4. So back what? then, practice rooms weren't normal, right? Okay. Um, like, th- they were not a, a norm. Yeah. So this was like one of the first si- like things, so people didn't really complain. Um, and yeah, I remember Eternal Envy, like from Cloud9, they would, they would put like their jacket and stuff on some pieces and just hoard it, which was like, they were the first ones to kind of do that. Not, most players didn't do that because <laughs> it was disrespectful. Because yeah. you didn't have enough pieces for everyone. Oh my God. I think there was like what? 60 pieces or 40. And yeah, you would have sometimes have team scrim. I think it was 60 or maybe even 80, but there was not enough pieces for everyone at the same time. That's crazy. Actually. Uh, yeah, and you could have people go there and just watch you play and stuff. Like nobody would stop anyone. I actually uh, forgot about that. Mm-hmm. I, I... And then... You would have these uh, monitors, big monitors. Uh, they were not like normal horizontal monitors. They were like vertical, like special. And they would keep the group stage standings uh, on all the time and like uh, live updated, you know? Yeah. So you'd always be walking by here to the practice area and for interviews. And I even think for some food and catering. And and I was we were at the bottom of the group all the time with the lions. So we, I walked past this thing a million times, bro. Oh, boy. <laughs> and it was like a constant reminder of like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was yeah. when you were in wildcard, right? Uh, TI4? No, I was casting actually for TI4. I was casting. That was... Okay, okay. Uh, I think that was the... Must have been the... Maybe the alliance line where we did not make it. Well, as far as... Ah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, we, we, we got knocked out like 16... Uh, after groups with alliance. Oh, okay. Not again alliance. Yeah, so I see. Yeah. That was rough, dude. That was a rough TI for me. As in, ooh, that was a rough loss. Yeah. I mean, and it feels like stressful. Yeah, yeah. I can, I can imagine. I can imagine. I mean, losing group stage at TI is pretty rough, for sure. You wish you see more. I mean, then there's worse than that. It's losing wild card. Yeah. Thankf- thankfully, you haven't been through that. So that's like even no. worse. It's like I mean, it's <laughs> kind of like honestly, like last chance, losing last chance qualifier is a little bit of the same, I guess, right? Like it's the same. Yeah, I it's think like so. You're there, and it feels like. You know, and then so everybody close. gets in the room and you gotta go home. It feels so bad. It's like going out with your friends, you know, and, yeah. and everybody gets in the club and then you're like, no, you're going home. <laughs> you're like, oh, come on, let me in, please. Oh, uh, cringing, just thinking about this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, so the PGL thing, I don't know if you saw um, the NA team that got banned, like, or disqualified, no, and, and uh, like a six month ban or something. Yeah. I saw, for... that. I saw that. <laughs> so to break it down, the way I understood it, it was because one of the players from the team from the team that had just played asked a guy if they threw that game, 
on purpose, or maybe not even a player on the other team. I don't remember who that guy was, but then the player who was in the game where they had a lead and they lost, he was like, yeah, I threw, or we threw, which is... Which is like just, what everybody says like 20 times. For, it's just a matter of speech, yeah. right? It's another way of saying... So everybody yeah, we, says, we threw, we threw the game, right? Yeah, it's like we dropped the ball. It's yeah. another way of saying you it. You say that 10 times a day when you play Dota, yeah. Yes, yes, we messed it up, bro. Like, we we threw this shit on the ground. Like, when you drop your soup, like, I yeah. threw the soup. Yeah. And they, they took that very literal. <laughs> they banned them for... Like, <laughs> and then the way then the way the message is written out, like, because we value integrity, yeah, because yeah. we're so awesome, because yeah. we are the best in the fucking world, we are going to disqualify these oh, guys. I and wish then... I had my clown sign that I used for the, <laughs> the Singapore uh, Rocky yeah. Business Show. Oh, my God. If there was ever a time to pull this up. I'll like, send it to them, them through the post mail. Actually. Yeah, just tell them they need to. Yeah, or like send it to the scanner, you know, so <laughs> it just scans the picture out and they can start wearing it. <laughs> no, because then what happens is like there's obviously an outrage from the community. It's like you, you, you need to look at a dictionary or like you need to understand the language. Yeah. Like you need to understand what's happening. And then they go, the next message is like, because we're so awesome, Again. because we're the best, we have reverted the decision and fixed it. <laughs> oh my God. But this is like the, uh, you know, that blind self-confidence that I think you can Oof. only have if you're acting, like if you're truly an actor, you yeah, know? Yeah. If you're like Michael J. Fox on The Office and you're like, because I am the best, you know, you just, <laughs> you just lit the whole office on fire. You just fucking burn everything to the ground and you take full credit of everything positive. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. honestly, right now, it feels like PGL is like digging their own hole. I don't know what why they're doing it uh, in terms of like the decisions they're making with production. I mean, I'm not going to get into it, but my own experience with dealing with them with DPC is like some of the worst stuff I've seen uh, ever since I've competed in Dota, actually. Uh, literally, which is really shocking when you think it's 2023 and I started in 29, but uh, whatever, it is what it is. But that that also like is crazy. So they banned the team basically with no evidence, right? Because since they did not match fix, they could not have an evidence. And then they have this like, um, I mean, the thing is they have a lot of power. They're giving over by Valve like a lot of power. They can like just ban teams, block people, gatekeep, whatever. Yeah, they got a six month ban, those guys, which is kind of messed up, like you know, like, Especially. so like PGL is banning them from their league, but their league essentially is TI league, which is Valve's league, right? Which is essentially what, you know, people play Dota for. So it's a little bit worrisome that they have so much power and control over people's career when obviously they're not putting it to the best use. But, um, but you know, uh, let's see where this goes. I feel like there's been a lot of drama around them. And, and and there probably will be more in the future unless they 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 decide to change things a little bit. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll see. But that was really funny. I mean, obviously, I was I was watching it. I don't I know really what you're talking about. It. The message I read: VGL is the best, and they're amazing, and they're great. Oh my god, dude! Oh my god! According to themselves, they self-investigated. Oh. <laughs> that was yeah. I mean, honestly, it speaks for itself. It doesn't even require us to comment on it. We have investigated the situation and we found that PGL is the best. And we're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, there's a South Park episode where where it's about smug or, so, or something. And it's like, you have these people that sniff their own farts because they're so in love with themselves. <laughs> like their own farts smell so good. Like they, they can't get enough. And that's what I was thinking about. Like oh, people who make certain statements. I don't know. 
I hope I don't come off like this ever, you know. But no. they definitely came off like this. Uh, yeah, these statements that, um, are, are, yeah, they're, they're something for sure. We value uh, integrity. That's good. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we do it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it is what it is. Yeah. <clears throat> Makes you wonder, like, how much of the this is also going on, like, unseen, you know, in terms of, like, the things that don't really get to Reddit, uh, if if that's how yeah. quick they are at pressing some buttons uh, or like you know making yeah. decisions, I've read a lot of these like threads. I think that get also lost. But but about the open qualifiers yeah. uh, and like early stages of tournaments where uh, one team shows up but the other team gets the death win type of thing. Uh, They're putting like, a lot so of teams and people around. Like from my experience, that that's that's what it seems like. They just. Uh, yeah. For me, the best the best tournaments are always run with a lot of eyes and a lot of manpower on on site, kind of as well. And uh, probably you can't just have like uh, an anarchy. You need to have a very strict hierarchy like this uh, in terms of this. But I do think you need accountability and and also humans that are ready to overview the case. I don't know what the cost needs to be for something like this, but but I do think it's very important if you want to run like a tier one tournament. Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> for sure. like for account like for to make sure that there's accountability and the evidence uh, or like statements are like you know, things are not misunderstood or whatever but yeah let's see 2024 maybe things will change maybe 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 do you have any other summer plans than dota for yourself huh. i see like only dota here oh my god there's so much going on yeah there's a lot of dota going on yeah i have uh, travel plans for august uh, you do yeah honeymoon mm. Oh yeah, right, right. Okay. Yeah, because I only took like, you know, a few days off after the mm -hmm. wedding, and there's gonna be like a, a proper three weeks um, disconnecting from everything and just like mm -hmm. uh, spending some quality time. So that that is my plan. Ah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. No. What about you? Yeah, a few. I mean, hoping to not travel too much, but maybe go a few places around uh, Europe, like not far. Um... Definitely catch as much sun as possible. Uh, do more surfing this year. Surfing? You're surfing? Yeah. I've only gone twice and starting to get on the board now. Uh -huh. um, but definitely. I mean, bro, you live in Portugal. You have to learn how to surf. Yeah, yeah. That makes what sense. are you talking about? That makes sense. How, uh, how hard is else? it? Or how easy is it? How hard is it, I guess? I mean, so I've been doing a lot of the one wheel, right? Which is kind of like the skateboard thing. Mm -hmm. So that helped a lot with the balance and stuff. Uh, but it's still quite different, like how hard it is. It's very hard to get up. It's also physically demanding at first, like you have to start getting the motion and like some of the muscle memory um, to do it, but like rinse and repetition. And then it starts becoming quite easy to gently ride waves, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it becomes, again, as hard as you want it to be. Like if you want to do tricks or if you want to do like extra stuff, then yeah. But I think most people will get it in, an hour's time you know yeah. you'll, you'll have a, you'll have a much easier time getting on the board and stuff and how um, how physical is it like i mean how hard how demanding is it for your body i mean quite uh i, I would say the, the hardest part is like after you surf in is like getting back out it takes a lot of this constant oh, yeah, energy okay. constant movement to also sometimes fight the current and stuff so it does depend on the weather you're dealing with or like the the waves and the current so riding the wave you got to make the most out of it because it takes a lot exactly, of exactly because if you fall yeah. yeah and then you're like you fall five times and you're like oh my god you just yeah, keep, okay. it's just one long exercise without any of the fun you yeah. know uh but it's all good and fun like i i've had such a good time it feels so um amazing to be in the water in the ocean i think it's also the sounds and stuff like it's hypnotic you know yeah 
really feel peace, feel at peace. Sounds nice. So all this talk about summer gets me thinking about hair, Sam. Have you ever have you ever trimmed your body for the summer season? Have you ever like uh, manscaped, as they call it, for your uh, no, I have for not. the sunny months when you're going to the beach. Only my beard. I see. I see. Yeah. Well, I'm here to tell you there's a new product in town that can help you with your uh, afternoon shade. I mean, I know how it goes for you. You have to you're kind of shave this. Me in particular. Yeah, you in particular. Or you're just telling people out there, including well, if, me. If you're like Seb and you shave, and two hours <laughs> later that shit just comes back. It might be worth for you looking into Manscaped. I think it's a great product. I've used it a few times myself. It also gets, you know, all types of parts of your body if you're, if you're in need. Uh, and right now you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code OGMBS, all capital, at manscaped.com. Nose hair go in your family? <laughs> no? No. No. Actually, yes. no. It does for me. Um, like, uh, <laughs> yes, I think I'm like five years off and I, should, I need to start looking into this as well. Oh, really? Kid comes with Essential Lawnmower 4.0. Which is better than the 3.0. It's better. But yeah. it, it's great. Like I said, I, I, I got it a few months ago and, and it's been um, it's been living up to the name. It's been manscaping me. It's been I've been scaped. Don't cut anything you don't want to cut though. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's gonna be one of the first summers without TI in a way. Right? Like as yeah. in with with the, Yeah, I mean July is gonna be packed with Dota, but I think August is gonna be almost quiet. In terms of Dora, because uh, Riyadh would just have ended by then, and TI only comes two months after. So, yeah, I think August yeah. is the quiet Dora month. Which is nice for a change, I think. It should be like this for players in a way, or like I wish this for players. I, w I always yeah. wish this for myself. True, yeah. true, true, true. It was always kind of rough having to spend summer kind of practicing and working as hard as ever. You know, summer yeah. is like when everybody just like gets outside, starts having a good time, you know. And spend you, their time off work, you know, like inside, it up. And you're like opposite. Inside, just nerding, you know, the shit out of the game because that's what you got to do. Yeah, yeah, not easy. You know, not easy life choices, but, you know, at the end of the day, you, you do what you have to do in order, you know, to pursue what you pursue. But, uh, but yeah. I sacrificed my tan for Dota. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we know about that. Everybody knows about that. Yeah, bro. That's, this is what it is. Yeah. It's pain. But you know, at least now it doesn't have to be during summer. So that that that's uh, that's positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if they're ever gonna revert it. Time will tell. Uh, yeah, I think. I mean, there are incentives for TI to be in summer. Honestly, it's also when people are more available. I mean, it's much harder for people to. If you think about it, like TI in October, it's much harder for people to get there. Like people who you know are studying, working. Uh, yep. But at the same time, if TI is not as long as it makes sense, right? Because you can get three, four days off. That's that's possible. You can plan ahead. But yeah. if you're going to, you know, enjoy TI for two or three weeks and it's in October, then I don't know we can do that. Like uh, exactly. very, very wealthy people or people that are on site, I'm not even sure. Uh, like I said before about the weather too, I hope the weather will remain. I think it really added to the Dota vibe in a way where since the weather was good and people were outside and there was like so much more going on, I don't know. It added to it for me as well yeah uh, yeah all right i guess on that note we're gonna wrap it up mm -hmm. um yeah thanks again everybody thank you seb for for being here hope to see you again uh, soon enough yeah special guest next week um hype very hype okay um yeah that's it for this week of dota news uh, podcast the monkey business show <laughs>
Wow, the exit is as good, even better than the the, the spot. Oh intro. my god! Yeah. In wow, wow, <laughs> I'm baffled. <laughs> very nice. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.